You're listening to the Ambitious Mama Podcast, and I'm your host, Krista Rialba. This episode is brought to you by my absolute favorite skincare line. It's called Celevive. I've been using it for a few years now, and their motto is healthy looking skin starts from within. Now, I'm 37 years old, and I think it's really important to take care of your skin and to take care of your skin with products that will really help your skin renew and also protect it, right? So using targeted nutrient combinations with powerful peptides, Celevive awakens your body's natural renewing abilities to activate youthful preserving functions in your skin, delivering benefits that are unique to your individual beauty needs. Now, the way I describe it to my friends is that it basically, uh, it teaches your skin to like it helps your skin to remember to be young and youthful again (laughs) that's really how I can best sum it up but anyways I love Salaviv I highly recommend that you check it out give it a try the link is in the description here in the show notes let's dive in Hey, hey, Ambitious Mamas, Krista Rialba here, and I am so excited, so honored to be with you once again to be delivering another conversation with a guest who will empower you with that feeling that we always talk about on this show of I've got this. So this season has been filled with incredible guests who have covered such a wide variety of subjects, of topics. Even when I I thought that they were coming on for one topic, their life experience, where they're at right now in their life, brought even more depth and wisdom. And the thing is, is we're all on our own individual journey. And when we're hearing from women who are taking the stance and choosing a growth mindset and who are learning and growing and who are most importantly choosing to uplift other women, then I feel that there's a lot of value that comes from these conversations. I know I get a lot from them and I hope you do too. Now to wrap up this season that's been filled with so many incredible guests and so many, for me, so many like shifts and aha moments and just breakthroughs. Now to finish off this season, I have a woman who I've been wanting to connect with for a while. She is the founder of the Insta Girl Gang. So she is a bona fide Instagram influencer with over 66,000 followers. Um, But she really embodies something that's very important to me and that is to truly live by the philosophy of we rise by lifting others and women supporting women is more than a hashtag. So I feel that she really embodies this. She's also incredibly inspiring because of her vulnerability, uh, her authenticity, um, sharing her journey of being a single mom and also being fiercely ambitious. So I'm so excited for you to to tune in and to learn from Tiffany Chung. 
She is, you can find her on Instagram at stay underscore beautiful uh, with two Fs. I'll also put that all in the show notes here. And most importantly, if you're looking to grow on Instagram, definitely join her group that's called Insta Girl Gang. And I'll also link that in the show notes. So without further ado, let's dive in. And I'm so excited for you to meet Tiffany Chung and to learn from her just as I have for the last uh, year and a bit. Here we go, guys. Yeah. And I just, I, the reason why I'm so drawn to have a conversation with you is that I, I talk a lot about how, you know, there's this idea of this hashtag of women supporting women and right. a lot of nice words on social media, but I feel like you really truly embody and live by the motto of women supporting women, but also like we rise by lifting others. And I think that's what we have yeah, absolutely. drawn to you. Yeah, I love that. You're doing such a good job with that. Like it's, I mean, you're empowering hundreds and thousands of women. I'm just so, so excited about what you're doing. And I wanted, I want everyone to learn a little bit more about you, Tiffany. So from what I know, you are an amazing single mama from San Francisco. Mm -hmm. You are a blogger. You definitely teach and empower on all things social media. Yeah. And from your blog, like I'm gathering some of the things that you're most passionate about are obviously motherhood, beauty, mm-hmm. healthy, positive living, uh, style. And no one actually, I was thinking of you when I was in San Diego just last week because Elaine Welthrop, so she was the um, editor in chief of Teen Vogue. Oh, and, uh, yeah. and she said something and actually I was like, I, I thought of you and I thought of our upcoming conversation because she said, you can care about the world and world issues and all the important things at the same time as wanting to look good <laughs> and care right. and care about what you look like. Like it's not, doesn't have to be one or the other. And I was like, I think you also embody that so well. Like you're, you just, you can, you're showing other women that they can claim space to take care of themselves and to be, you know, glamorous if that's what they want to be and beautiful inside and out. And at the same time, make a difference. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about how you, how you started Insta Girl Gang. I'm going to move into this uh classroom right here but essentially I started because I was an influencer um on on Instagram which I feel like is still an industry where there's a lot of questions that people have wanting to grow wanting to collaborate with brands wanting to kind of experience all these um these different things and, and wanting to monetize your platform but not really knowing where to start and I feel like there isn't really a, uh, there wasn't a community. There wasn't, it, it wasn't something that I could necessarily Google search. And a lot of people weren't, um, they weren't vocal about uh, how they were able to achieve their success 
And there were a few people that I was able to learn from, but I thought, you know, why not make this a community where um, there can be all these different creatives and women entrepreneurs, and we can all learn from one another. Why don't we all just kind of pull our tips and tricks and best practices and all of our advice together to really create a community where we can grow together. This was also around the time that Instagram's algorithm was changing so much and there was so many um, different things going on that kind of affected our engagement on Instagram as creatives. And that's really important because that's how we collaborate with other people and network with brands and really create an income. And so I wanted to create this community where not only could we engage with, with each other's posts, but really grow and uplift one another. And actually um, we, I just, made our first uh our official instagram page for insta girl gang it's on instagram at the insta girl gang and i'm going to be featuring weekly bloggers and different creatives and people who are just really um participating in the group and uh, being able to kind of share different updates uh there as well which i'm really excited about that's awesome and i think it's like it's a very abundant way of thinking in terms of sharing tips and tricks and sharing how you did it, how you grew your following to what is it now? 60 K. It's uh yeah. My Instagram is at 66,000. Um, Insta girl gang is almost at 14,000 members. Wow. 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 So amazing. <laughs> so I, I think like, like this is the mentality that I'm hoping to really to cultivate within my community and to spread, you know, to other communities is that, you know, when another woman is succeeding, it, it, it doesn't mean that there's less for you. Right. In fact, exactly. like we live, it's not just a nice way of thinking. Like it's truly the way to win by collaborating, by joining forces, by lifting each other up and by sharing sharing how you did it is not going to take away anything from you. And, and I hope that we can, you know, just spread that message far and wide. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That's something I definitely stand very strong for. Yeah. You're doing such a good job and we, we so appreciate you. So you're a single mama and I would love for you to, to speak to the single moms who are listening, because that's an area of expertise that I I have not um, had to navigate. So as an ambitious woman, you're so ambitious. I think I only know just a small, small slice of it. Um, And also raising a daughter like, do you have any, anything that's been helpful for you in terms of mindset or tools or anything at all that you would like to share? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I really am thankful for a good community of women that I surround myself with. I have some amazing friends um, and family as well um, that are really helpful in, you know, watching my daughter and making sure that, um, you know, just that I can do other things I need to do, like go to school and go to work um, and really supporting me in my different endeavors, which I think is um, really, I'm really grateful for that because I couldn't do it all on my own and it really does take a village and it's not like I necessarily have a village. I actually don't even have a really big family. 
but um, they are very supportive of me and the friends that I do have are also very supportive. I try to be very self-sufficient in the things that I'm doing um, as far as you know, just being very good with time management, making sure that I keep my priorities straight and um, make sure that nothing in my life is being, you know, neglected because uh, I, of course, want to put my daughter first, but make sure that I still do pursue my education and still do pursue, um, you know, rising in in the workforce and being a Mm -hmm. manager, which I think is really important to me. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, there are just so many different aspects of uh, being a mother and being a student and working that um, I have to make sure that I, you know, manage my time well and just kind of rely on the people around me and not be afraid to ask for help, which I think is something that's really important. Um, I see a yeah. lot of moms trying to kind of do it all on, on their own. And even people who aren't mothers, just people that are working really hard or studying really hard um, and not prioritizing themselves. So I would say that it's okay to ask for help and it's okay and important actually to prioritize your, your me time and your self care. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't, that doesn't always look like, you know, pretty aesthetic bubble baths and going to the mm-hmm. spa and getting a massage. It can be just sitting on your bed and allowing yourself to, you know, um, you know, binge an extra few episodes and, and set time for yourself to do something that that's just for you. That doesn't have to do with anybody else because it's important mm-hmm. to take care of your mental health. Absolutely. What are you watching on Netflix these days? <laughs> I actually just finished. Um, well, I love I love Jane the Virgin. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's one oh, of yeah. my favorite TV. Yeah, it's one of my favorite TV series. And it just like it's so funny and I can kind of turn it on in the background and it's just uh, you know, it's just comforting and I kind of yeah. like having that noise. In, in the background. I also love Black Mirror. Um, there's a ton of different episodes there, but I um, I love all of those different episodes and how they kind of bring AI and a whole bunch of different like um, areas of like reality and consciousness. And I think those things are, are really, really amazing. Um, but yeah, my daughter loves The Grinch, which is really yeah. funny. So we've seen it. It's a Christmas movie, but we, we've been watching the new one um, by Illumination. Like literally, she watches it like at least a few times a week with me. And I can oh. probably tell you what happens in every single scene. But good thing I like it too. And it's done really well. <laughs> oh, she's so Funny. cute. And you guys are so cute together. Like, oh my God, it's amazing. Now, you, you. You, there's a message that you say um, that I've heard you post about and it's on your blog and such. And I think it's such a beautiful uh, example for your daughter. And it's the idea that like you are worthy and you are enough. So exactly. to the women who are listening, um, how can we bring that to life more than just, again, nice sounding words? So what does that mean to you to what, like, how did you come to the realization that you are worthy and any advice around that piece? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just think that sometimes there's, there are people that go through, you know, different adversities and they think, um, you know, for one reason or another that they're not, they're not worthy of 
of love or of happiness or of um, receiving good things in their life. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's a mindset that a lot of people have that actually blockades them from real success and real happiness because they think that they don't deserve it. And so mm-hmm. they continue settling for less. And I think mm-hmm. that there was a big period of time in my life where I didn't think that I deserved good things or healthy relationships or a good job or a stable income or, or any of those things because of whatever reason, a variety mm-hmm. of different um, mind blocks. But I think yeah. that once you really expose yourself to the concept, the idea, the truth that you're worthy of everything and that you can work hard and really make those things happen for yourself and recognize them in other people as well. Um, that's when you really start winning. And that's when you really Mm. start receiving those things. Because if you have this mindset of, Oh, I can't do it. Or I, I don't deserve this, or I can't, I can't possibly the way that somebody else can achieve Mm -hmm. X, Y, and Z, then when something is presented to you, you won't even be able to receive it. You know what I mean? And I feel like we need to be in that mindset of manifesting in that and constantly, you know, thinking, meditating, praying, you know, whatever your method might be on those things that we want to achieve. And the more we think about it and the more we take those specific action plans um, and think about what we want to, you know, what we want to accomplish in our lives and what kind of uh, footsteps we want to leave behind, the more Mm -hmm. we're able to bring and attract and kind of magnetize those amazing things into our lives because we do deserve them. Yes. Claim it. I think it's something like, uh, I, I, if I had a daughter, like I would just be like preaching this to her every day. But I think as, as you know, I'm raising two boys, it's the same message. And, um, it's really about modeling that at the end of the day, because, you know, even though I'm raising boys, I, I I think I'm giving them the example of, you know, they always say that you marry someone like your mom or like your dad, right? <laughs> so yeah. they choose women who know their worth and who are driven and ambitious. But I, I was, again, back to my time in um, San Diego last week, I, I heard a really like startling piece of information. And um, it was that most women reach their peak confidence at the age of nine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Like nine years old is the peak of our confidence? Like, obviously that's not true for uh, women who are doing personal development and who are diving deep and who are claiming their worth and who are doing all this self-discovery and later in the years. But that's that can be the peak of confidence is nine years old because that's when society starts to um, infiltrate their thoughts of what they, of, yeah. of them feeling how worthy they, worthy they are. Totally. Like, I was like, that's heartbreaking. Totally. Oh my gosh. It really so- is. And I think about this a lot because I am raising a young daughter and I can already sometimes see that um, in her when she's young and thinking like, oh, she'll try something. Like she's learning to draw and to read and to write. And she can sometimes get frustrated as, you know, young five-year-olds do mm-hmm. <laughs> and think yeah. like, oh, I can't, I can't do this. And I never want her to say that every time she says it, I tell her, repeat after me, you know, you can do this. You can do anything. You can read, you can mm. write, you can swim, you can draw, you can dance. And I have her repeat everything after me so that she gets into the mindset because I want her to know that, 
um, she's not alone in this. And I, I try to share, you know, my own experiences in, in the way that she understands it and thinking um, so that she can, she can know that, oh, my mom, my mom went through something like this. Like I can do it too. And um, I think it's very important to talk to your children um, as, you know, as you would to your, your friends and, and share those experiences because they can learn so much and they, they do from such a young age. Yeah. So I'm hearing a lot of affirmations in there that you're sharing yeah. with her. Do you, exactly. are there any affirmations that you use? Do you use affirmations on the regular? Yeah, I do for myself too. Cause I definitely come to a lot of different, um, I don't know. I, I face a lot of different challenges because I am doing so many different things at once. Mm-hmm. And even just uh, this week, I had to um, kind of change around my class schedule because I ended up registering for a class that wasn't um, what I needed to graduate. And I ended up getting added late into a class. And there's just so many little things that kind of come in the way when you're juggling so much. Um, yeah. And sometimes it feels like I'm never going to get to graduation or it's taking forever or maybe it's never going to come. And so I tell myself, you know, every single thing that I'm doing uh, is is helping me get there faster. And I, I try to take tell myself baby steps um, yeah. because it's very hard to look at that big picture of I need to do this in, in five years. I need to do this in two years. This is all I need to do in a year. And sometimes like it's very overwhelming and I experience a lot of anxiety. And so um, I tell myself, mm-hmm. all right, what's on the agenda for today? And I sometimes yeah. try to write it out because I like to write and yeah. I like to kind of put things down on paper. And I say, what do I need to do today? So today I need to go to these classes. Um, after these classes, I need to finish this and this homework. I have this work shift. These are the emails or projects that I need to work on for work. And then um, I need to pick up my daughter. I need to go home. I need to, you know, cook dinner and, and go to bed. And when I kind of lay it out, you know, point by point, I can think, oh, well, I can do that. I can go to class. You know, yeah. I can read this book and do the homework. You know, I can go through this, this work meeting. And that way I'm like, okay, just take it day by day. And that's what I would recommend for someone who's trying to reach, you know, big goals or even smaller, um, shorter term goals is kind of break it down. What does that action plan look like? You know, instead of just saying that you want to do this and saying you want to do that, how are you taking the steps to, um, you know, get you there in an efficient, effective way? Beautiful. That's that's a good reminder for me too. <laughs> this morning I could have used that. I was like, so many things. <laughs> me too. I have to I have to calm myself down. Like I'm I like just on the phone with my best friend and she's like, Tiffany, you gotta relax. Like there's nothing you can do about it right now. You know, I, I sometimes I just want to get everything done all in the moment, that instant gratification. Yeah. But that's not life. Sometimes yeah. it has to take some time in order for things to come together because that's just the way that things are. Um, we don't get all of the things that we want right away. Um, that's another lesson that I teach my daughter when we're at Target <laughs> and she wants all the toys. um is that we don't get all the things that we want and we have to be okay with rejection we have to be okay with understanding that sometimes it's a blessing in disguise that what we're not given is um is not things falling apart it's things coming together for for us absolutely I love that now I know that the listeners would be annoyed with me if I didn't ask you a few (laughs) good social media tips. So I know, yeah. 
Oh, let's actually start with this. I think I've always been such a huge uh, promoter and advocate of social media. I think it's such a force of good. Um, it's like just like anything, you got to choose your intention behind it. But what would you say to any women, like any female entrepreneurs or, you know, the moms who are listening, who are like, I want to be on Instagram, but they have hangups about, I don't know, anything from authenticity mm -hmm. to, you know, they just have some different stories they're telling themselves. What is a different narrative in terms of how positive social media can be towards the, the message that they want to share in the world? Absolutely. Yeah. It's great that you bring that up actually, because I'm going to be doing a Instagram masterclass this Saturday in San Francisco. Yes. Awesome. And yeah, I'm having um, people join virtually as well. And I'm going to continue to do these because I think it's very exciting. Mm -hmm. And there are so many things that people want to learn. But um, in response to your question, I, I agree. There are a lot of people that have hangups about social media and it does get a bad rap. Um, and, you know, some different stigmas around social media and even influencers, what, what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, and what I would say to that is it, it's completely, it's, social media is personalized. You can choose to follow who you want to follow and feel free to unfollow pages that are no longer doing you any good. Or if yeah. following them isn't good for your mental health. Yes. I, my approach, my personal approach to social media is being very real, very raw and authentic with my life and my struggles and different cultural issues and social issues that I find mm -hmm. prevalent. And so mm -hmm. I speak my mind on that. And if someone doesn't like that or it offends them, I am not asking them to continue following me. Um, in fact, if they didn't agree with me, I, you know, would either want them to start a discussion with me or not to follow me if they didn't support me. But I um, want to tell other people too, that it's okay to be, you know, real and vulnerable. And even if they aren't, they can follow people that they um, agree with them and support when they share their values. And I think that that's really important. I, when I started Instagram, I followed a lot of fitness influencers and people that would, um, you know, show like the same, or have the same body type and are yeah. constantly working out. And um, I don't feel like that's always very good for body image. Mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. I started following a lot more body positive um, influencers that would, you know, post photos um, of their, you know, in, in lingerie or bikini, but they would show their roles and their cellulite mm -hmm. and their mm -hmm. stretch marks. And I think that's very real and that's very raw. And that's what happens you know, to your body after you have a baby and as you grow. And um, it's not realistic to have, you know, a perfect body that looks perfect all the time because we are not perfect people. We're human beings. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so the more we can share about um, the realness of life and how it is really hard sometimes, the more we can be relatable to our followers. I still get people who um, reach out to me and, and message me from my YouTube videos or from my Instagram posts and say, hey, this is the, the situation that I'm in. Could you offer some advice to me? Um, is, is there something that you can share? And I know you've gone through some more experience. You know, uh, what would you do in this situation because of the things that I've shared and been open and honest about, which I mm -hmm. think is really amazing that people feel like they can trust me and open up to me about their lives and I can, you know, help them and have conversations with them and remind them that they're not alone. Yeah. And 
I love that. I think it's such a huge compliment to you that when women come to you and they're trusting you, like to say like, this is what's going on in my life. I think it's, it's a testament to what you've created of a community of women who know you, who really like and support you and who trust you. And I think that's really the ultimate goal with social media is to create that connection. Exactly. Yeah. Beautiful. Exactly. Okay. So that you share um, a few strategies on your blog. Um, and one was uh, the 30-30 rule for yeah. engagement. Would you elaborate on that? I don't want to try to explain it because I might screw something up. But like that thought that was really brilliant when I read it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the 30-30 rule is to, before you post on Instagram, um, you would engage with similar posts and hashtags that you're using, that you're going to be posting with your photo mm -hmm. um, 30 minutes before you post the photo and 30 minutes afterwards. So I say if people don't have half an hour because that's just a lot of time and I don't normally take up the entire half an hour because that's literally a whole hour of engaging and sometimes there aren't even that many posts to engage with um, but you haven't already engaged with I would say 15 15 so engage 15 minutes before and then engage 15 minutes after you post with the hashtags that you're using and that way it bumps up your engagement um, and it bumps up your posts to the top posts where people can see your photos and that way you get more exposure and more engagement and your photo reaches more people and the posts that I've done that with have had significantly more engagement likes comments saves than photos that I am not able to do that with so it's a um, amazing trick that I've used um, a lot and I've shared with a lot of people and they've shared with me that it really works. Oh, that's perfect. I've not implemented that strategy. So I'm definitely going to do it too. I've done kind of like the afterwards, like posting and then yeah. engaging, but I haven't done that piece before. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That Thank makes you. sense. Um, yeah, I, I do that before and after, and I think it just really boosts uh, engagement and people tend to reply and follow back and, um, you know, reach out to you with your posts once you engage with them. So I think it's really good to have that community. And it's one of the most important and my favorite thing about Instagram is communing, uh, com communicating and networking and connecting with other people that are doing similar things, um, like, like me and it's how we got connected. And I yeah. just think that's a beautiful thing. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And then that way also, that. it's like you're, um, and I think nothing's more off-putting than any accounts that are just there to receive, right? So they're there like just mm -hmm. pushing their own agenda and selling their own products. And just, it's like, you have to give in order to receive, give, 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 you know, and then exactly. you shall receive. <laughs> so let's, um, I've, I've shared your group with so many women. I've invited so many women to your group, but for those people who are listening, mm -hmm. who I'm not yet personally connected with, can we share a little bit about the Instagirl gang en engagement group on Facebook and um, if it's aligned with them, encourage them to join? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Instagirl gang is an online community of women. It's a Facebook group 
And essentially what we do is post different threads um, each day so that people can drop their links and engage with one another. Um, there are different kinds of threads, but essentially what it is is you would be engaging, liking and commenting on other creative posts, and they would be doing the same for you. And so many people have gotten connected this way. Um, friends, mm -hmm. influencers, brands, PR companies are on there. If you yes. want to really expand your network as an influencer and you want to collaborate with brands and you want to get started on paid or sponsored campaigns, this is the group that you want to be in because you are going to connect with everybody on there um, and be able to make those different connections of people from all different kinds of industries, which I think is really, really important. Um, and it's all women, which I think is really special to me because women need to support other women. I never see any other women as my competition because I think that we can all make it at the top. And yeah. I want everybody to be succeeding in, in their own goals. And the more they succeed, you know, the happier I am for them. And especially if I can help them get there. Um, so the, that's what the community is all about. It's also an open forum for people to ask questions and to um, share achievements such as opening up their first business or uh, achieving that first milestone or follower milestone, giveaways, collaborations. Um, if there's something going on personally, there's so many different things that we've been able to support um, with these women. And I think that's a really, really special thing. If you have any questions about being an influencer, you know, you post that and you already get 10 responses before you kind of blink and, and look back. And um, women are just very helpful and very supportive. And as an admin and founder of the group, I make sure to remove any member who isn't being respectful, who isn't reciprocating, who isn't being supportive of one another or is being rude or just doesn't belong in the group and doesn't have those same values as everybody else. That's part of my job and my responsibility to keep it a safe, nurturing and empowering space for all women, no matter who you are, what you're from, what industry you're in, um, what your content is about, you're welcome. Yeah, it's amazing, you guys. You have to. I'll put the link in the show notes, Tiffany, so that way they can join easily. Thank you. Thank so you. is there, um, definitely there's um, your masterclass coming up. I think that's something that I would also like to link to so that they can learn from you. Because you can join virtually, right? Absolutely, yeah. Um, if this episode goes up before Saturday, you can join virtually. And if you're actually not able to make the time virtually, you will be sent a recording so you can watch it afterwards. And I want to offer personal coaching, uh, Instagram social media coaching to anybody who uh, attends in person or virtually, because I really want to help you establish those personal goals and achieve them together as an Instagram coach. So that's something I really want to do. And if you're not able to make it this Saturday, um, I definitely will have more classes in the future, but connect with me on Instagram, say underscore beautiful with two Fs. Um, that's, you know, I, my DMs are always open and my messages are always open. I'm always opening. I'm always open to helping and um, helping people reach their goals, which I've already done uh so far, there have been a few testimonies on the oh, yeah. uh, masterclass website of people that have reached 10K and have been able to land brand um, partnerships and different sponsorships 
because of certain tips and uh, connections that I was able to give them, which is really amazing. So I would love to be able to do that for you, uh, for anybody who is listening. Um, I am always, always open. Thank you so much. And I have one last question to wrap this up. Yeah. Um, And that is this whole idea of this whole podcast. And from day one, when I started, it's called Ambitious Mama. And it's about embracing ambition. So why, why have you chosen to be ambitious? What does ambition mean to you? Yeah, I love that question. Um, Because I haven't really thought about it too much before. But I think ambition to me is just having a purpose and intention with your goals. Whatever it is that you want to achieve, no matter how small or how big that is, what is that driving factor for you? And what is your purpose? What is your why? Um, Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. for me, of course, it comes back to, you know, the things that anybody could say, um, you know, my daughter and and providing for her and providing for myself and just making sure that she grows up with um, all of the things that I hold dear to my heart, like self-sufficiency, believing in herself, knowing that she's deserving of of anything, valuing um, education and, you know, personal growth. But Mm. I think beyond that, I am ambitious because I do deserve, I do believe that I deserve uh, good things and success. And um, these goals, these short-term and long-term goals that I have for my business and knowing that hard work really does pay off. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a daughter of I'm a daughter of immigrants, and my dad immigrated here for college. Both my parents did, and he started with nothing. He didn't have a car or a bike. He would walk literally wow. to school, and yeah. he would be there from the time the library opened until it closed because he was teaching himself English. He brought around wow. flashcards, and he bust tables at night so that he could make a little bit of money. Um, and he worked himself from the very very bottom, enduring. Uh, racism and oppression mm. and discrimination in the workplace and now he's a executive and he can retire at any point and be good and he's really just a self-made man and I think he's taught me so many values of success and education and working hard and knowing that you're deserving and that you can face any adversity and so he's definitely my hero and uh, I've learned a lot from him and I continue to learn from him and one thing he always tells me is that you never stop learning from the day that you die you, you never stop learning there's always more to learn you never get to a point where you can think I've learned it all or I know it all that is actually when your growth gets stunted so if you're yes. constantly open to new experiences, other people's personal experiences, learning from others, being able to hear others and being open-minded, I think that's where you truly, um, you truly begin to become an amazing self-reflective human being and contributor in society. Oh, love it. Oh my gosh. So you're, cho- you're choosing ambition because you are worthy and because like, look at the path that you're that your dad and your parents and your ancestors have caved for you to to get here and for all of us you know like we're we're so privileged to live in this time where we're crazy empowered in terms of technology and social media and like we can definitely claim all that is all that we can possibly dare to dream (laughs) exactly make use of it make it yours 
Yes. Oh my gosh, Tiffany, thank you so, so much for your time. Um, excited to get this episode out and it's going to be actually wrapping up this season. So you're the big grand finale of this season and I'm so Yay. grateful. <laughs> Amazing. Thank, thank you, you so much for having me on. I really it's, appreciate your time too. Oh, absolutely. And I'm excited to continue learning from you. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Talk soon. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Hey, Ambitious Mamas, I hope you enjoyed that episode. Now, just as I shared at the beginning, make sure you head over and go ahead and join the Insta Girl Gang. Um, I highly recommend it. There's some really, really great energy in there of women who really like want to share and grow together. I, I love hanging out in there and also growing using the threads and also like asking questions and also sharing my tips as well. So head on over there and join the party, the Insta Girl Gang party, and the link is in the show notes.